Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Fitness Business Growth Podcast, a podcast run by gym owners for gym owners. As always, I'm here with Mitch, and today we're going to cover a really important topic by advertising to everybody is actually advertising to no one. Welcome to the Fitness Business Growth Podcast, a podcast run by gym owners for gym owners. My name is Mitch, and along with Jamie, we are your hosts, and we will be discussing all the important things that you need to run a successful fitness business. From marketing, to lead generation, to sales, to retention, to staff, and much, much more. So if you are a fitness business owner, then this is for you. We hope you enjoy the following episode, and we will speak with you soon. Hello, everyone, we're back. Love that song. So, mate, something uh, is very clear to me now. I spend the majority of my week just managing my Google Chrome browser. Geez, I have some tabs open sometimes. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at mine right now. I've got maybe 25, 20 to 25. Yeah, I'm going to put an hour aside next week and just perfect my bookmark bar because it really does clutter the mind. Yeah, yeah, I know you're very important. You're very, uh, very pro organization. All right. So, guys, today's topic, very, very important. We usually uh, film these on a Tuesday, but we're filming it on a Friday because we just had a really, really, really busy week onboarding new clients. And it's no different to your gym when you onboard new clients. Typically, they take a lot more time at the start than once they become into your program and come integrated into how we do things. Yeah, that's right. It's been a good week. Good week for our gyms. Um, here in Newcastle, got a few new clients on board um, whose ads we're running and doing a bit of uh, software work with them. So it's been a good week and finishing it off here Friday Arvo um, with the podcast. So looking forward to it. Officially partnered with Orange Theory, F45, Vision, CrossFit and Evolve, some of the biggest companies in the world, which I'm really, really proud of because we only started in October and we're what, five months in and... It's really, really going well. So we do appreciate the support. Uh, people that put their trust in us. I went on the big rant yesterday. I'm not sure who saw it about business coaches respecting their clients' money, but it really mm-hmm. bothers me because we are doing our absolute best to ensure that we deliver on what we uh, promise and we get our clients' epic results. Yeah. yeah. And the comparison we like to use is, you know, when a new member becomes part of your program at the gym. Um, you know, in times gone by, we've had other gym owners who have – sort of gone down that route and it's always, you know, focusing on those new members and forgetting about the old ones where for us, you know, with the gyms we have, we're more of a high-end service. So it's very much um, about looking after the members we have and that's something that we're you know, aiming to do here with our consulting here as well. Uh, absolutely. All right. Today's topic is very, very important. Why advertising to everyone is actually <laughs> advertising to no one. And this is almost like telling the, the client who's overweight that they need to eat more food. It doesn't really make much sense until you really go under the hood and dig through those details and why it's so important. So we've got three reasons why, but do you want to just open it up? This was your topic. Yeah, so I think when, like you said, it, at, at first glance, and you know, if you first look at it, maybe it's more of like an inexperienced business owner or an inexperienced marketer, you think – why would I want to segregate the market market and target, you know, a certain niche or a certain group of people when I can target everyone aged 18 through to 70? 
And the fact of the matter is, if you are trying to be a generalist, you're trying to appeal to everyone. In actuality, like like Jamie mentioned at the start, you, you're kind of not really able to help anyone because you are exactly that. You're a generalist. And, and you're going to have a few people come through um, of different ages, different levels, different, you know, I guess demographics. But what we have found is when you really can zone in and focus on a specific market, and that's what we're going to go through here, and there's no right or wrong market, but sort of just talking a little bit more about the, you know, in the depths of, of advertising and why it's important to call out the, the, the ideal person, your ideal avatar, and, and make sure that you are speaking to them and they're able to resonate with your message. And I think the aim of any marketing campaign is that they're able to, to read, you know, your message, look at your ad and actually feel like you're speaking to them directly. And that's a sign of a good ad and a good marketing campaign. I heard this somewhere. I was not sure where I got it from, but like, what is your ideal client googling at eleven pm at night when their partner's asleep? And for us, it is a woman over the age of fifty, and she's googling like menopause is affecting my body, my metabolism was slowed down. I, I want to get back to the old me. I'm not living life to the fullest anymore. And if you can put that in your copy and articulate those thoughts she's having at night when no one's around. She's literally going to think, oh, my God, this ad has been written for me. These guys understand my problems. They must be experts. They can solve my problem. And being that specialist, being that person who can solve that problem also commands a higher price, the same way you don't go to a GP to get a heart surgery. Yeah. And, and that kind of ties in with the first reason here, which you know, effectively just talks about the importance of effective advertising. And it's exactly what you said there. Because the, the whole gym market, the whole fitness market is so competitive, it's so saturated. And we find, we've found that most gyms and most places are saying the same shit. They're advertising to the same people. Typically, it's that female probably age 20 to 35, 20 to 40, um, even guys sort of probably that 25 to, to 40. So if you're entering that, market and you're trying to get a little piece of that pie which everyone seems to be going for you're going to find it very challenging and if you not to say that you you can't do it or you shouldn't do it but if you do do that you really need to try to stand out from that crowd and have something different because just providing more of the same similar ads similar campaigns similar offers similar pictures similar videos it's just not going to cut it you know you, you're, you're not going to get noticed if you throw some money behind it on Facebook, you're going to get really expensive leads and it's not going to be viable. So it's a, it is an extremely competitive market. That's no surprise or no news to anyone. So, we, you know, through the marketing and advertising you do, you really need to go above and beyond to try to stand out from the crowd one way or another. Well, seven-day free trials is a great one, right? Like the majority of gyms run seven-day free trial ads. Every single person on earth knows they can get a seven-day free trial at your gym whenever they want it. So when the ad pops up in their feed, they have no urgency to click learn more and to give you their phone, their email, because they know you're going to call them, or hopefully you call them, and they just put it off because they can always get it down the road. Seven-day free trials have been going around since gyms have existed, and I, I didn't know when they started, mate. Like We're talking like 50, 60 years of seven-day free trials. Time for a change. <laughs> So tell me this, mate. What? Why do you think it is that so many, so many gyms do it? I was in a boardroom the other day, 
speaking to uh, a new client and there was someone in the room who and we're talking about the offer that we're going to run and how it's paid and the price isn't on the advert. And her exact words were, were like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't uh, opt into an ad if I didn't know the price. I would like a seven-day free trial. And lots of gym owners and lots of business owners, they buy from their own wallet. They buy from their own values, I guess you'd call them. But if you do that, just because you wouldn't do it, doesn't mean that there are hundreds of clients in your area that wouldn't do it. That's become a little bit of a recurring theme throughout our our content and our podcasts where we feel like this is a big thing for pricing as well. You know, when when people price their services a certain amount and they they don't really think too much further than what they think's fair and what they think's reasonable. But the same goes for, for ads too. And, and I'm I'm guilty of this. I remember <coughs> excuse me, years ago I would see these you know, when we kind of first started getting some mentoring, some coaching, and I'd see these ads and I think I would never opt into that ad. Like, what What the hell? Like, why would we run this? Like, this is shithouse. Like, I'm not doing that. But not really taking into consideration that I've worked in the industry for, for over a decade. I've been training at a gym since I was 16. It's not really appealing to someone like myself, and that's okay. So... It is really important to put your personal beliefs aside because, like you mentioned, with you know what what uh, what that other person was after, it's just what they believe. And just because it's something you think is a good idea or isn't a good idea, doesn't mean the market think the same. Yeah, and we're talking seven day free trial, twenty eight day challenge with no words in between there, and we're advertising to every single person in the local area. And that is a two-prong effect. You advertise to everyone. No one really likes the ad. So the, the, the click-through rate's low, the link click-through rate's low, the cost per lead is high. But if you run one ad, for example, 28-day challenge for Breakthrough Active Adamstown to the entire town of Adamstown, our local area is 50,000 people. They're going to see that ad time and time and time and time again. And the offer is going to fatigue. And we speak from experience because we grew a gym from zero to 510 members doing a 21-day challenge time and time and time again. Now, mate, Alex obviously gets a lot of credit, but let's give Bedros Killian a bit of a shout-out here. Mm. I first he was, heard he was, he was the client. Yeah. He had a huge franchising company in America called Fit Body Bootcamp. He's still and got it. He does. I watched one of his YouTube videos in 2015. It was run this 21-day challenge for $21, and I thought that is the most exciting thing in the history of the world, and it was. But we ran it, and by the sixth time, I think by the fourth time, I thought, mate, these leads are getting pretty shit. Like these people are like not even living in the town that we're in now. Like the quality of the challenge got worse every single time because it was the same offer. We spoke to the same people, and by the sixth time, you know the ad on Facebook you get sick of. Oh, why am I seeing this again? like Facebook's following me around, they're listening to what I'm saying. You become that person if you have the same generic offer to absolutely everyone. It doesn't stand out. Yeah, and that comes into the effectiveness. So, you know, we, we want it to be fresh. We want it to be different. And it needs to stand out. The 21-day challenge stood out back in 2016 when we first did it, and we just exhausted it. And now, obviously, it's been done time and time and time again and not that effective. So especially... In today's market where it is more competitive than ever, very saturated, you need to stand out with good marketing and it needs to be new and exciting. I'll jump in here, mate, and say one more thing. Like we work with a lot of gym owners now 
and we ask them to send their images through and quite often they'll send an image of their biggest class they've ever had and there'll be 50 we used to do it too because like look at how good we are if the class is so full class is so busy we must be good that scares people off <laughs> like our goat image our greatest of all time image is one of our members standing in front of a tree flexing her bicep and I don't even know why it works, but it's just like literally I put that in 10 other gyms and it's it's online. It just works. like, And that's the thing. Like I think it works so well because it's just like people are scared of gyms. People don't want to go inside. People think barbells, rollers, dumbbells, sweating, loud music. And this nice old lady standing in front of a tree gets the best response we've ever gotten. They opt into the ad. They go into a sequence. They speak to a nice person like myself or you. All of a sudden... We give them what they think they need and then, sorry, we give them what they want and tell them what they need and they're in. Yeah. And that's a bit of like a uh, bit of a dick measuring contest, I think, with the biggest, biggest group. And that goes for, for women trainers as well, obviously not dick measuring, but it's an ego thing. Look how busy this session is. Like if we have 25 people in this session, imagine how many members I got, imagine how much money I'm making. And it's just not something that resonates with people. People don't want to come and join something that has 30 other members there at all times. They, you know, we spoke about this in depth, you know, wanting something a bit more personalised. But, yeah, it comes into the effectiveness of what you, it is you're putting out. So um, that might be a good time to, to go into the, the second one here, which is we touched on a bit, but, it, you know, advertising to everyone means you're advertising to no one and sort of explaining why it's important to, to call out your intended, your intended target market. I'll take this one, mate. I've been having this conversation all week long. Fundamentally, men and women want very different things. Would you agree, Mitch? Yes. So what is going to work better? 28-day challenge, generic, or 28-day drop a dress size for women over the age of 40 that are struggling to lose weight? Yeah, I think that and was... The same, and the same thing. 28-day challenge for men or 28-day cut the, cut the gut challenge without giving up the beer, the burgers, and spending hours inside a boring 24-hour gym. I had a similar conversation with someone just this week too, and I said, think of it like this. If you came across something on, on Facebook or, or somewhere that was talking to um, or saying attention business owners, right, you might pay a bit of attention, you, you're a business owner, or if it said attention fitness business owners who have a group training facility in Queensland and you were a group training, owned a group training facility in Queensland, which one are you more likely to pay attention to? The latter, obviously. Absolutely. So it's just about, as I said before, you want, especially when we're talking about digital marketing here, we want to stop people in their tracks. We want people to be able to resonate with the message. So if they're reading 28-day challenge, like, okay, it might have, obviously it does appeal to some people, but for others they'll scroll straight past. But if you're calling out the exact type of person you're after and this person at the other end of the phone is that exact type of person, they're going to feel like you're speaking to them and more likely to click the not bit in and follow the prompts to book a call and, and all the good stuff that happens after that. Yeah, absolutely. And, mate, I want to give value on this podcast. So if you don't mind, I'm going to read read out our highest-performing ad copy of all time, if you don't mind, and yep. we're going to compare it to the typical offer that we see. So it's no secret that we run a lot of Fit Over 50 ads. We can dissect that market another day of why it is so, so good. 
But this is the ad copy. Now, keep in mind the offers that you typically see are 21-day challenge, come join my gym, $99. It's fun and we'll get you sweaty. Boring, generic, no one cares. Oh, ladies in Cardiff and surrounds, are you over 50 and want to be fit? Want to drop dress sizes, tone up, feel better and keep your immune system safe and so much more. We know that as, as we age, our bodies change, our metabolism slows down, muscle mass decreases and bones become more fragile. That's why we created our Fit Over 50 program for women like you who are looking to get back in shape and maintain a healthy lifestyle. You deserve to feel confident at any age. Our Fit Over 50 program is designed with your needs in mind so you can live an active life without worrying about what others think of your appearance. It's time to start living again. Get started today by clicking learn more below. Like, I'm gonna, I was, I'm gonna, I was I'm 20 gonna, years older and a female, I'd be all over that. Like, and that is the difference. The 21 day kickstart, it's fun, it's sweaty, the big group image is terrifying, or that beautiful ad with our lovely member who's over the age of 50 standing in front of a tree with a big smile on her face, really proud of the workout she just completed. Who's going to get the better cost per lead? And I understand it's not always about the cost per lead, but like if you get 10 leads for cheap and you get one of those leads for a hundred bucks, your cost of, your cost per acquisition is still going to be much lower. Yeah, so absolutely. We're going to summarize, call out your, call out your target audience and go, go, go layers deep. Like it's called go two niches deep. So women, we'll, we'll go three niches deep. So women over the age of 50 that want to lose weight, that are struggling with their metabolism. And write ad copy towards them. Even for our fitness business, consulting business, we typically work with gym owners that want to generate more leads and want to save time by automating that nurture process. That's who we help. We, we, don't, we, don't, help, we, don't, we don't help online fitness coaches. We help gym owners. Yeah. And, the, and it's the same, the same sort of principle with, with both industries. I mean, there, there's lots of competition there's lots of people that you can help get help with for for consulting for your gym there's lots of gyms you can join so instead of just being another person that just mixes in and yeah you might be able to help the you know the 20 year old who's trying to get fit for the upcoming footy season or you're trying to help the you know the the 29 year old get lose some weight for her wedding or you're trying to help the 44 year old guy who's coming back from a knee operation or you know they're all there's all these different people that that people want to help and not to say that we can't but you, you can't you can't advertise to them all you, if you have this broad range of ages in your advertising and it is something generic like come and you know join our gym and experience our community we have great full body workouts and it's fitness for everyone it's the same shit and no no one's going to think wow that that's that's just what i'm after because it's too generic I'm after, I'm after a seven-day free trial that offers a full-body workout with a great community. Been done before. Every, every single gym everywhere. Like if, if you speak to every single gym owner in Australia and you say, hey, like, do, you, do you guys run a good program? They're going to say yes. Uh, otherwise, they would have changed it. And if you say, hey, could I get a f <laughs> do, you, do you run a free trial? Like most of them are going to say yes. And then you say, oh, is it for everyone? Yeah, it sure is. All right, sign me up. Like it, it's just, it's too much of the same. And, and that's where it can go against what might seem like the, the obvious thing to do. Like it, it, would, it would seem as though you should be trying to appeal to everyone because you're in a local market and, and we don't have an infinite amount of people. 
But we've just found, especially if you're in a decent, decently sized market, then there is enough people for you to niche down at different times of the year. It doesn't need to be the one niche all the time, but in your marketing, you need to call out exactly who you want. And I think a really good rule of thumb is when you're putting an ad out, you need to, like I said before, have people at the other end who are reading that. The aim of it is for them to feel like you're speaking directly to them and you're resonating with them and they just can't help but click learn more and to opt in the ad. Yeah, and our, our secret sauce is we, we have six different audiences that we implement into our clients' businesses and it's so effective because the ad copy and image speak to those audiences absolutely directly. Mate, let's move on to number three. We kind of covered it then, so this is going to be a quick one. You just can't please everyone and your marketing needs to reflect that. And that goes back into understanding who your avatar is, who do you help. A breakthrough active, occasionally someone will opt in on the website, there'll be a trial, a paid trial, and they will stand out like a sore thumb. Like almost instantly know they are not going to be a breakthrough active member because they're, they're a guy in their 20s uh, that want to build muscle. And they just ended up in our gym accidentally. Yeah, and, and I'd love to have guys in their, their 20s you know, be part of the gym. They're, they're fit, they're good, they're good to train, nice guys, you get along with them, you know, we're of similar age, you know, we're in our 30s, but it's just not for them. And, and I think if any 20-something-year-old bloke comes across our social media ads or, or just our social media in general, they're going to find out pretty quickly and see pretty quickly that this isn't the type of place for them just like there's other facilities that the 50-year-old woman isn't suitable for. So it, it obviously goes both ways. We, we've made the decision that we like training with typically older people. When I say older, obviously, I know that's relative, but people in their 40s and 50s. We, we do have people in their 20s. We do have people in their 30s. We do have men and women, but predominantly we are women in their 40s and 50s. And all of our marketing, I mean, not all of our marketing, but when we are trying to call out I guess that certain type of audience, it does reflect that. And it's okay to have people, you know, inquire at your gym or see your gym and, and it not be appropriate for them. All of our friends, all of our personal friends that are of similar age, guys and girls, they train in other gyms. <laughs> it's just like your partner trains at another gym. Like my, my partner trains at another we gym. Need, we don't need the support, mate. We can market and sell our way to the top. <laughs> but but it, it's, it's, it's actually just... I'll be honest, like, it, it's not probably the most suitable thing for them. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just not. And, and, and that, I'm okay with that. You, 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 have to have, you have to be okay with people coming into your program and saying, I don't think this is for me because you really can't please everyone. I, I do all of our programming in, in, in the gym and there have been times in the past where I've been trying to do a little bit more Olympic lifting, a little bit more complex stuff because there were some people who wanted that in the gym and thought, oh, this might attract a certain type of person. And it just wasn't us. It just wasn't us. So if people want to, you know, get into Olympic lifting or they're wanting to, you know, lift a, you know, 200 kilo deadlift or, you know, 180 kilo squat or something, it's just not the place for them to, for them to do it. And that's okay. And mate, I want to wrap it up with this. And it's something you've heard a thousand times. So our question, we start a sales call, our scripts in our Facebook group, get in there at three. What, what sparked your interest when you booked today's call? And how often have you heard, oh, my God, like I saw your ad and I've been looking for a, for a gym that, that, that caters to women over the age of 50 and I just haven't been able to find one. Almost, happened, almost, every sales call, with the calls I had. Yeah, almost every sale call starts like that. 
And if you suck at sales, imagine starting a sales call when they're telling you, OMG, I've never, ever found this before. I've been looking for it. It doesn't exist. I went to these 10 gyms. It just didn't work out for me. And when I saw this ad, I knew your gym was just for me. Yeah, and that it's a, it puts that sales call, you're in such a better position in that call when it starts off that way and you know exactly that they have resonated with your ad, which I've said a few times already. And that's what hooked them in. That's why they booked the call. They wanted to find out some more information and then it's your job just to effectively not fuck up and, and, and close yeah. the deal. And the opposite of that is we get website leads that come through. I'm sure people just Google Jim's in Adams Town and drop their name and email phone number into every single website. Our funnel's better, so they end up on a book a call page, they book in a call with page. And we have calls like, oh, what, what, what do you offer? Like, do you offer like open gym and 24-7? Nah, we don't. <laughs> like it is so abundantly clear when people come through organic sources, like a website of Google My Business, compared to something someone coming through our paid Facebook ad. Well, one of the biggest things I hear, which is, you know, complete giveaways, they say, oh, you know, like I'm looking for X, Y, and Z, and I'm just looking for something cheap because I'm a student or I work part-time or something. And it's like, well, we're a lot of things, but we aren't cheap. <laughs> you know, we're the first to say that. And I say that to them. I said, we're not the, you know, we're, we're, we're a little bit more at the other end of the spectrum because we give a lot of personalised service to our clients. So we're certainly not cheap, but can ensure that we, you know, have really top value and, and good quality program and services and everything. But it, at that point, they're just price hunting and they're just, they're just not part of, not part of, uh, shouldn't be part of our program and our gym because it's just not something where we're trying to have people in there or looking for a deal, looking for the, the cheapest place in town. And, and I think, like you said, that can, we get a few of those now and then, but for the most part, when they're coming through paid advertising, you know, we, we have more conversations based around I saw your ad or I know X, Y, and Z person who comes there and, and they love it and they love that, you know, the type of people that go there and the type of workouts you do and I just want to get some more information because it sounds great. And if you, if, you, if you identify your avatar, and I think our avatar mate, is men and women over the age of 40 and beginners. We probably yeah. have three. So beginners under the age of 40, people that wouldn't walk into a gym, and men and women over the age of 40 and 50, they all categorize themselves as beginners. And do you know, do you know what great people do? They refer other great people. Yeah, and that the truth. Awesome, guys. Well, I appreciate your attention. Sorry this episode is late, episode 13. Advertising to everyone is advertising to no one. If you need some help with advertising, you know where to find us. We hope you have a lovely, lovely weekend. See ya. Peace. Thanks, guys.